You're listening to The Popcast. When the Borg were first introduced to Star Trek, didn't they just terrify you? This nightmarish Frankenstein monster first announces the futility of your resistance and then tells you to hold still while it ends your way of life. They think so little of you, you can board their cube, mess with all of their stuff, and they don't care. But try to stop them from assimilating you, and they become harder to stop than Michael Myers on a Halloween sugar-high killing spree. So where did these monsters of the Milky Way come from? While we know the Borg Hive was smack dab between Voyager and their way home in the Delta Quadrant, we've never known their origin story, but that may have just changed. Thanks to information uncovered during the new Star Trek Picard series, we think we've unlocked the origin of the Borg, and it's M. Night Shyamalan good. Like, the sixth sense good. I see dead people. Not the happening, which was actually really bad. Could this really be happening? There's something happening in a few states. Whatever's happening is happening to smaller and smaller populations. Nothing happened. No, you couldn't have guessed this origin story if you were part Nostradamus and part Mayan calendar. No offense. This is confusing. So you aren't going to want to miss this video. And if you haven't already subscribed to our channel, please do so now. And also click the notification bell to never miss a show. But there's nothing rational about this. Who needs rational when your toes curl up? Also, stay tuned until the end of the video so you can see a new Star Trek-inspired graphic design from the amazing artists at MixTees.com. The sinister, unrelenting Borg, with their unstoppable, singular drive to assimilate everyone, is what makes them one of the all-time best villains, not only in Star Trek, but in any science fiction universe. But unlike most other franchises with great villains, we have no idea where the Borg came from. No one has been brave enough to create an in-canon story for the origin of the Borg. Sure, there is the speculation that there is a connection between the Borg and V'ger, which was the vessel encountered in Star Trek The Motion Picture. The idea being that a Voyager space probe from the 20th century vanished into a black hole and was given life by a race of sentient machines. This of course becomes the progenitor of the Borg, as V'ger returns to Earth looking for its creator. Unable to determine who its creator is, the machine determines all carbon-based life and infestation of the creator's universe, and thus the assimilation begins. But like we said, that's not canon. What exactly do we know about the Borg's origin from canon? There are a few interesting pieces, and even a couple contradictions. But writers don't catch everything, right? In the Next Generation's episode, Q Who, Guinan said the Borg have been developing for thousands of centuries. Which has been developing for thousands of centuries. However, during the Star Trek Voyager episode, Dragon's Teeth, a vaudoir that had been in suspended animation for 900 years said the Borg were small and only a minor nuisance in the Delta Quadrant. So which is it? Are they hundreds of thousands of years old? Or are they only 1,000 years old? What if they're both? Perhaps when Guinan says thousands of centuries, she is referring to an earlier version of the Borg connected to their sentient technology and the incorporation of humanoids. Well, that would tell the rest of the story. But when did this happen? And how is it related to the new Picard series? 
Jean-Luc Picard's Romulan assistant, Laris, gave us a couple of canon-rocking factoids that might change how we view Star Trek history from now on. When she was explaining the Zatvash, she said they had kept a secret for thousands upon thousands of years. And that they have kept this secret for thousands upon thousands of years. And didn't we just say that Guinan said the Borg had existed for hundreds of thousands of years? Coincidence? We think not. Remember, this is the Guinan who once stood toe-to-toe -to -toe with Q, and he backed down. The Guinan, whom Q told Picard, this creature is not what she seems. This is a dangerous creature, you have no idea. And from our own experience, we know that Guinan is pretty much never wrong. And we also know that Guinan is coming back for season two of Picard. Want to invite you into the second season? So just let that swirl around your brain a few times. These two phrases are not a coincidence. Just like it's not a coincidence that the Borg are centered around a Picard series, all in on the creation and destruction of artificial intelligence. We likely won't know the full truth until the end of season two, but we do believe the origin of the Borg will be revealed before Patrick Stewart retires and Jean-Luc becomes a part of the Q continuum. What an ending for Picard that would be. What? No. And there might be more to that than wishful thinking but let's save that for an upcoming video. First, how is it possible that the Romulans created the Borg if the Borg are hundreds of thousands of years old and comparatively, the Romulans were born yesterday? Star Trek history teaches us the Romulans' existence begins during Earth's fourth century, and since the year is now 2399, that 2,000 years is missing a couple of zeros. It's impossible that the Romulans could be the creators of the Borg, right? We think there is a way that allows Guinan, Laris, and the Vaudoir from the Delta Quadrant to all be right, and it lines up directly with the new canon we've learned in Picard. But to do that, we need to go back to the beginning and the birth of the Romulans. Sometime between 300 and 400 AD on Earth, the violent and warlike Vulcan race was transforming and becoming more peaceful and logical. The warlike Vulcans who refused to embrace the new ways left their homeworld to start a new life deeper into the Beta Quadrant. They would become the Romulans we know today. Official Star Trek canon gives us little insight into the actual Romulan history, but if you combine the Star Trek canon we know and combine it with authorized novels including those of Diane Duane, we can piece together a picture of a young, sparsely populated society desperate for technological advancement. An estimated 80,000 new Romulans traveled the Beta Quadrant for more than 130 years before limping into Romulus and Remus with only 18,000 people. The journey had not been easy or kind, and they ran into many strange worlds during their search for a new home. Once there, most of the travelers began colonizing Romulus, but some stayed on the ships that remained in orbit. They were reluctant to abandon their home, as it was the only form of space travel available and featured technology that couldn't be found in the settlements below. These people became the ship clans, and the technology they possessed would be the beginning of the new Borg story. Romulans on the ground broke into small nation-states and began using cloning to increase the population and quickly raise standing armies. The use of cloning alone in this way is indicative of a general carelessness for life. If you don't mind cloning on a mass scale, why would you mind attaching cybernetic implants into them so you can control them? The ruler who initiated the cloning was Tarihu, 
who around 540 AD allied with the technology-empowered ship clans and used their technology as well as her own cloned armies to intimidate and conquer neighboring nations. Those who accepted her rule were brought into her ranks, while those who refused were either killed or mind-changed by telepathic adepts that she commanded. She would then proclaim herself Vriha, or ruling queen. That has a certain assimilation ring to it, doesn't it? During her rule, she would demand that the ships develop and apply technology in the fields of communication and transport, more important Borg tools. All of this happened about 900 years before the Vaudoir said the Borg were small potatoes in the Delta Quadrant. But 540 AD doesn't cover the hundreds of thousands of years the Borg are claimed to exist, as well as the secret of the Zat Vash. So what gives? The answer lies in the technology the Romulan ship clans gave to Rihu when she was creating what we believe to be the first Borg clone armies. Remember that 130 years of traveling the Beta Quadrant before finding Romulus? The new homeless Romulans came into contact with many worlds and civilizations prior to finding their homeworld. This is where things get really interesting and everything starts to connect to the new Picard series. One of the planets that would have been accessible to those early nomadic Romulans is Iconia. The Iconians are famous in Star Trek lore and were considered a highly technological advanced race of beings that disappeared without a trace 200,000 years earlier. Hold on to that number because it's important while making this connection. It was either here on Iconia or other planets in the previous Iconian Empire where those early Romulans would have acquired incredibly advanced technology. Remember Captain Donald Varley of the USS Yamato? During the Next Generation episode Contagion, Varley was gifted an artifact found in an archaeological dig with technology that baffled his engineers. I'm certain this device is Iconian, but how far did it travel before it was abandoned on this alien world? We believe the advanced technology picked up by those early Romulans were remnants of Iconian artificial intelligence left behind after their disappearance. This ancient technology, once combined with these new clones on Romulus, would give birth to an early version of the Borg terrorizing the galaxy today. So when Guinan explains that the Borg are thousands of centuries old, she would be right if the artificial intelligence that led to the current iteration of the Borg had actually been created more than 200,000 years ago by the Iconians. Why do we think the Iconians had artificial intelligence? Well, thanks to the Picard episode Broken Pieces, we are introduced to the desolate planet of Aia, where an ancient civilization left behind a repository of memories warning of the dangers of creating synthetic life. How long ago was this warning left? That's right, 200,000 years ago. The planet was placed in the center of an unnatural conclave of eight stars, which means any civilization who had the power to collect and move stars around must be supremely technologically advanced. Someone like the Iconians. And if that wasn't enough of a coincidence, the octanary star system is located in or near Romulan space, as it once could be found on ancient Romulan star charts. When you put all of this together with the fact that Iconia was destroyed by aerial bombardment, the same way we see during the warning vision received by the Zat Vash, it's plain to see this advanced civilization who gave us the warning is Iconians. Same region, same time frame, same destruction, and same advanced technology. But the story doesn't end there. 
the Romulans would have likely been on their way to unleashing more potential in the new cybernetic beings they had created. There is no way to know exactly when the first Romulans found the planet of Aia and watched the warning from the long-dead Iconian civilization, but it scared them. It scared them enough to create a secret society that loathed the existence of artificial intelligence. And in order for that fear and loathing to make sense, a fear that compelled them to secrecy, the Romulans would have had to be heavily involved in the creation and use of artificial intelligence already. To go to this length to hide this, they must have feared that they were already very close to breaking the barrier described in the warning. Fear is an incredibly motivating factor, and if they thought that what they had done thus far would bring an end to their civilization, they would stop at nothing to get rid of the evidence and make sure it never happened again. But we know the Borg haven't been hanging out in the Beta Quadrant. How exactly did they end up in the Delta Quadrant? It would have happened sometime after the Zatvash found their way to Aia, likely sometime after 550 but before 1400 AD, since the Borg were confirmed in the Delta Quadrant at that time. It's likely that it was closer to 550, since Laris said the Zatvash was thousands upon thousands of years old and predated the Tal Shiar. Since the Romulans are only about 2,000 years old, perhaps Laris got this wrong, or the sect was maybe pre-Vulcan-Romulan split. She heard it from her drunk mother-in-law, so who knows for sure. One of my first handlers. A mother. But we do know in 558, a revolt ended the life of Tarihu, and likely her new clone Borg army as well. With a new planetary government being formed, this would have been a perfect time for the Zatvash to begin implementing their anti-artificial intelligence agenda. The ban would certainly have had to occur before 784 AD as the last of the four remaining generational ships began to fail and all of the ship clans were forced to move to Romulus. The Romulans had no ability for interstellar travel and didn't achieve warp technology until 2137, long after the Borg had been busy in the Delta Quadrant. We think members of the Zatvash took what Borg creations were left to a remnant Iconian planet with a still active command center like the one in Next Generation's Contagion episode. Perhaps they even used the one on Iconia itself, with the planet being so close to the new Romulan homeworld. If they were afraid they couldn't destroy all traces of the artificial intelligence technology linking back to them, they would have no choice but to send it away. And what better place than the other side of the galaxy so far away, it could never be linked to their civilization. Cold and alone in the Delta Quadrant, perhaps those first Borg were confused at being cast out and they huddled together to create their first collective. The comfort and safety of sharing their combined thoughts intermixed with the idea that their creators discarded them for being imperfect would have started the ball rolling. The realization that their combined thoughts and strengths could achieve a perfection not even known by their creators might have fueled their first desires to begin assimilating. Truth or fiction? Well, take a couple of these facts into consideration. The Borg have been numbering all of the species in the order that they encountered them with species 10026, the highest number we've seen so far. The combination of an eyewitness from the Vaudoir, as well as the species numbers of the Talaxian, 218, and Kazon, 329, is the best proof we have for the true age of the Borg. Remember, the Vaudoir said that in his time, the Borg had only assimilated a handful of systems. In my century, they'd only assimilated 
a handful of systems. This would make sense if they had only recently arrived in the Delta Quadrant and started assimilating. From the time of the Vaudoir, it would take 700 years before the Borg assimilated species 262 in 2145. This is one of the few pinpoint times we have for the Borg, and we learn it from Seven of Nine during the Voyager episode, The Omega Directive. It began with species 262. They were primitive, but their oral history referred to a powerful substance which could burn the sky. But from that point forward, the Borg contact with new civilizations grows quickly. They would go from 262 species to almost 10,000 species in the next 250 years. This at first gradual and then explosive growth proves that this version of the Borg are not hundreds of thousands of years old and were new to the Delta Quadrant during the first millennia. But if that's the case, why didn't the Borg remember the Romulans? It may be because during the time of the Vaudoir, the collective hive mind was shattered as a result of too many Borg drone deaths at once. Seven of Nine explains that because of this, she has no memory of time before. When a drone is damaged beyond repair, it is discarded. But its memories continued to exist in the collective consciousness. Also, isn't it odd that Romulans avoided assimilation until this Borg cube on the Picard series, despite their empire being closer to the Delta Quadrant than the Federation? Perhaps someday we'll learn that's because species 001 is Romulan. Thus, the secret the Zat Vash is protecting isn't only that of the admonition warning and the dangers of creating synthetic life, but also that the Romulans gave birth to the biggest and baddest cyborg intelligence currently in the galaxy. So far, anyways. If the Iconians did create artificial intelligence that survived hundreds of thousands of years to eventually become a creation of the Romulans and then the terror of the galaxy, what a fascinating and rich history we still have to explore in the Star Trek universe. What do you think of this theory? Do you think the Romulans created the Borg or do you have some other interesting idea? Let's talk about it in the comments below. And also, check out this graphic design at Mixtees.com, as well as their other Star Trek-inspired designs. Get 20% off your purchase by using coupon code THEPOPCAST. The link is in the description below. Don't want this video to end? Visit us at the Popcast Live YouTube channel to learn all of the behind-the-scenes on this video and others. Until next time... We are the Borg. Existence as you know it is over. We will add your biological and technological distinctiveness to our own. Resistance is Deactivation complete. I will not allow them to harm you. You will always be alone.